Hey dear ones, it's Dr. Shelley. So I mentioned a while back that I started a new online school. Basically my travel schedule, as you know, uh, kind of got canceled this year. And so I converted a lot of my classes to the online format. And I have to tell you, this has been a complete joy and a complete blast. You can come on over and check the school out at healingarts.thinkific.com. And there you will find certification programs in Egyptian energy healing, my new Pythagorean healing series, and so much more with new courses being added all the time. And when you take one of my energy healing certification courses, you are invited to come on over to Zoom and join me personally for ongoing Zoom calls. And we have been having a complete blast. We've sent healing light out to people, out to animals, situations, the world, and everything in between. It's a great community, and I want you to join us. So check it out at healingarts.thinkific.com, and I'll look forward to welcoming you to a class very soon. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey, my friend, how's it going? So I hope you're having a wonderful week. So it's Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know if you have any plans. Um, I used to be a sports fan. I'm not as much really anymore, but yeah, I'll be watching the Super Bowl and I will be eating some pizza because, you know, we got to do that. So anyway, I hope whatever you're doing, you're having a good time. On another more somber note, there are tons of people right now that I've been hearing from on Facebook, and then I've got family and friends that are just going through incredibly difficult things, health challenges, family members passing away, and just so many more things. So if that is you, just know that I am praying for you, and I'm sending you lots of love and light, and somehow we are going to get through this time in our lives. Along those lines, let's take a minute and let's go ahead and do our meditation together so that we can just kind of bring our awareness from the outer world, whether you're having a great day or it's not such a great day, but just bring your awareness into the present moment for just a second. So let's get started on that. Let's take a moment now and just close our eyes. 
Take a deep healing breath in through your nose and exhale and allow a beautiful beam of light to come down through the top of your head. It's moving down, 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 through the body, through the legs and feet. Allow the light to pour out of your heart center, creating a lovely golden ball of light that surrounds you by about three feet in all directions. Just imagine that you can be wrapped up by this loving light and that within the light, only that which is of highest good can come through. Take a moment while you're bathing in the golden light to scan the body and go ahead now and just breathe in to any areas of tension. Just breathing in and exhaling. Tensions. And let go of tension and know that all is well. Very good. And when you're ready, just open your eyes and come back into the room. All right, so that is so relaxing, and I hope that you're more relaxed now. So anyway, um, ever since I started interviewing my new guests, you know, some of them have been become, I should say, real friends, and Kak Young is one of those people. She is amazing, and she sent me her fairy book to read, and I just thought it was amazing. Um, it's not only wonderful and uplifting and very, very positive, but she's got a lot of really interesting research in this book. So let's settle in and listen to my interview with my good friend, Kak Young, about her new book that just, it's coming out tomorrow. So you can get this book, and I'll have all the links to the book um, in the show notes. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So I promised you we were going to talk to amazing people. And my next guest is so amazing that I just talked to her, but I have to have her come back because I'm becoming such a huge fan of her books. And she's got an amazing new book out called Living the Fairy Life. I could not put this book down. And Dr. Kak Young, you're amazing. Welcome to Healing Arts. Oh, thank you, Chelly. And I must tell you, I'm a mutual fan of yours. I think when I met you and then became aware of your books and your product too, it's we're just really on the same page. And I love that. And I thank you so much for having me in your universe. It's very comfortable to be here. So thank you. Thank you. You know what I love about you, Kak, is that you are like me, like you like everything and you do it so well, though. You write about crystals. You're a naturopathic doctor and you've got this book on fairies that is absolutely stunning. My friends, this book, she takes you through the history of all the different places where we can find fairies and just really puts out a beautiful guide for anyone who wants to get in touch with fairy folks. So can you tell us a little bit about like what are fairies for those sure. who are? Sure. I think there's been a lot of um, misconceptions throughout the ages about fairies. And they're, uh, you know, every culture 
has made up something about what a fairy is. And usually they try to explain the inexplicable in some way, or, you know, mommy, why is the sky blue? Everybody has to, every parent has to have an answer. So a lot of people would attribute um, special happenings to fairies and both malevolent and benevolent. And I think we, we kind of grow up knowing a little bit about them. And then Hollywood has stepped in and said, okay, it's Tinkerbell. That's what a fairy is. So we grow up with Walt Disney's version of Sir James Barry's Peter Pan that yes. he wrote uh, in the 18th century. And, you know, so we, we formulate all these different ideas about that a fairy is little, it's cute, it's got wings, it carries magic dust around. And that's fine. That's one interpretation. But fairies do exist. They are on, I think they're on three levels of existence. The fairies that live in the air, the airborne beings, the fairies that live around the earth and the fairies that come from the watery underworld. And fairies are just simply beings, small or large beings that are in touch with and live with nature. They're nature spirits. They do have magical qualities. They can go in and out of our human life, our uh, reality plane, if you will, and then back to theirs. They can transform. We attribute that as magical qualities, but some of the ancient people thought, oh, well, that's just everyday stuff. We can all kind of all do that. So it depends on your point of view. Now, we in the modern age are a little more skeptical. So learning about fairies might be, oh, well, they're just mythological creatures and they're just in children's books. But I think and believe they are much, much more than that. I totally agree. And you you really do a great job of helping us because like you said, there's so many myths and misconceptions. And one of the things you talk about is things that might be displeasing to fairies. So what are some of the things that they would not like us to do? Well, fairies are very in tune with nature, the rhythms of nature and how that all works. So they are not attuned to criticism. They are not attuned to any kind of insults. They really don't like profanity. They are, um, I guess you could use the word sweet, and they like to stay in that positive realm where everything is fun, it's funny, it's enjoyable. They dance, they sing, they play. And only when they think they have been wronged, might they create a little mischief or do something not to hurt anybody, but to upend their life to get them to pay attention and maybe straighten up a little bit. So, you know, they aren't these evil mongers with, you know, big, long teeth and horrible gloves. That isn't them. Their nature is to be at one with nature. And uh, if you upset that by being profane or disregarding nature, it will break their little hearts and hurt them very deeply. And you also talk about what we can do um, in terms of communicating. This is one of my favorite parts of the book, that there's certain like ways that we need to communicate with a fairy. 
um, like not apologizing to them directly and things like that. And I was wondering if you could tell us about that because that was really interesting. I was taking <laughs> notes, yeah. a lot of notes on yes, that. Yes, yes. There, there are different ways to communicate with a fairy. Um, it is kind of hard to explain, but I go through it in the book and it's really, you know, a chapter you want to read and reread a few times, but I'll give you just a few things. Um, one of the things is that you never apologize to a fairy because they see debts and owing uh, very differently than we do. It's not a quid pro quo in their world. So if you say, oh, I'm sorry, then they expect reparation. And, you know, you think you've already done a reparation because that's what we do in polite human society we just say oh gosh i'm sorry you know <clears throat> yes fix that or something but in fairy world that means you are indebted to them so you don't want to apologize to a fairy you don't want to really admit that you are wrong just make it better and do something positive to them or for them um it's a different way of working but i'll tell you over the years, I have found that it's very fun to do this. You get extremely creative. And when you touch into the fairy world and invite them into your life, there is nothing but fun. It's really fun. You think, well, okay, if they did that, then what can I do? I mean, I've in my life, I've had a few real encounters with fairies that I didn't know were fairies until I got a paranormal group involved. And then we discovered that this must be fairy behavior. And so then I had to sit down with them like a school marm, you know, and say, all right, this is allowed. This isn't allowed. And really, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was just fumbling around with these spirits um, because I, I needed to, you know, I couldn't have them playing in my business papers and messing things up. <laughs> so, so I just kind of did what was natural, but I've had a good relationship with fairies uh, all my life because I've been honest with them. And that's one of the things there, there's a lot of things. Uh, there are nine really prerequisites for getting in touch with and dealing with fairies. And they all are values. I mean, the fairies live by a very strict code of ethics and they, uh, you know, they adhere to that and they want you to adhere to that as well. And, and they're not hard. It's just, you never lie. You never, uh, you know, not tell the truth and you love to laugh. You have to love to laugh. You have to love to find silly silliness in nature. You need to enjoy music. That's one of the things that they love. And and dance. They they are always dancing. They love to sprint around. In fact, one of the languages they speak is tacital. And that isn't a language at all. It's an expression. It's an art form. So wow. they will communicate with you in um, music, in art expression, in some way, they will communicate that is not maybe, I mean, not not with language, but it is nonverbal in that way you, they could do it through song, and, or they may compose a symphony for you, you. But what you don't do is that you don't try to sing the fairy songs, that's theirs, you can sing your song to a fairy, but you never try to be a fairy. Uh, you have to draw a line between them and you that is safe for both of you. So are there people walking around on this earth who are fairies? 
Well, I think so. Um, in Ireland, they believe that the O'Briens and the Fitzgeralds um, are all related to a fairy line. You know, I believe wow. the Tua Te Danan, the story that when they were conquered for the third time, they fought three battles. When they were conquered for the third time, uh, they were actually given a choice to live, but they couldn't live above ground. They had to live underground. And so the shining ones, the Sidae, were uh, given the underground to live in. And so they live in mounds and hills and, and you know, under dwellings. And that's why they come out at night, so that they are not visible, that they are more invisible to the human eye. And, and they dance and they party. And lots of people have seen them, especially in Ireland. There's a farmer, um, uh, let's see, Pat Noon, Noon, N-O-O-N-E, Pat Noon, who has a farm and on it, he has a megalithic cave, a fairy tree, a fairy stone, fairy oh, fields. And he believes that the land has been run and protected by the fairies throughout the generations of his family. And he teaches, he goes all around the world and he helps uh, other people bring the fairy magic to their land so that they can grow the crops and um, have the healthy cattle and really be in touch with nature. And, you know, and he's a big burly Irish guy who believes in fairies. Wow. That's amazing. So what, you, you know, the other part of the book that I love, you talk about the essential oils, the gemstones that fairies love. So how can we attract them with essential oils? Well, that it's a really interesting field. I mean, as you know, I have written a couple of books on crystals and a yes. uh, couple of books on essential oils. And so yes. I know them, you know, at their soul level. That's what what I feel I do. I've, I've gotten to understand them. And so there are there is information out there that people say, oh, this essential oil will work and that crystal will work and the fairies love this. Well, I'll tell you something. I have paired them up in my book according to the three worlds and the three different types of fairies. So I have fairies of the air or the the higher world, fairies of the earth, and fairies of the underworld. And they all have essential oils connected to them. Ones the of course the you know the the watery ones will uh, give them that psychological depth and the ability to transform. The middle earth ones will keep them safe and will keep them bonded to the earth. And the air ones will lift them up and allow them to touch to the cosmos and the, you know, the higher uh, chakras and the psychic world. So all of these different essential oils are attuned to the fairies of the three worlds, as are the crystals. And so um, what I've created is a couple of PDFs that people can uh, get. If you buy the book, you just tell me on my website and I will send you a link to the PDFs. And there are, um, well, I think I can maybe show them here so you can see. Yeah, they're very, very cool. Or maybe very helpful. Maybe I have put them away. But anyway, they're one sheets all about this. The Crystal Power, one of your other <laughs> books. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And that, you know, that book is uh, 
probably my, my favorite book on crystals that I've written because I go into the processes, the very deep processes that I've used to heal uh, a lot of my clients. And I have a lot of client notes in there that can, I believe, really help people understand that crystals you just don't put the pretty crystals on you and we we're done you know you right. really have to work with the energies of the crystals as the fairies do so your la your other question was how do you attract them with these well you you put them out you you de determine what you want but also remember fairies as natural beings have these scents and the uh, the aromas around them from the natural plants that's where right. of course essential oils come from they come from the plants so they're used to those aromas and smells and odors but you can diffuse them if you want to i have some ceremonies in my book um living the fairy life that tells you how to connect the spirits or the fairies of the air how to con connect with and attract the spirits of the earth realm and how to uh, attract the lower world fairies and they each have different things, different items that you want to use to attract them. For example, you, you could use a smudge, uh, a smudging uh, stick and you could blow that into the air for the air spirits that would attract them. Also essential oils of that realm help them know that you're that you're knocking on the fairy door if you will um and in the garden for example i've created an entire garden dedicated to them because they protected my house and the thomas fire in 2017 yes. um uh, we lost a third of our property and house mm -hmm. to the fire but the part of the the garden that was not damaged or touched was the part where I had the fairy door and the fairy stones. Now, a lot of people say, oh, that's crazy. That's just coincidental. No, I don't think so. No. Because our house where I have all my crystals and I have the large ones, the ones that are 12, 14 inches high, that whole area was completely protected as well. So, but the place where I did not have fairy doors or any kind of real fairy uh, remembrances, um, it burned to the ground. I mean, our orchards and all of that. So I'm a believer that fairies do protect. And since yeah. I had a garden for them and I have their favorite colors and their favorite flowers, I'll leave honey out there for them sometimes. All the, and, and I'll plant uh, plants that attract bees because they love bees. And even foxglove, which is harmful to humans because it has digitalis in it so you don't want to get uh humans around that but fairies pick the blossoms and they turn them upside down and they drink out of them that's very fun for fairies so they make a nectar you know out out of out of some uh plants or it or tea leaves or uh, they'll make a tea and then they'll put it in the foxglove and you know i, I mean i've seen I've seen what what fairies leave behind after a party. It's all natural and it's all fine, but there's definitely been fairy activity in the area. There's been evidence of fairy uh, fetting. And I, I oh. just, you know, I love it. And I love that they love their plants and they know that I put them in. And sometimes I'll ask them, what do you want? You know, and, and they'll leave me little signals. They'll tell me what they want or, you know, like, did you like the time? Oh, we love the time. Yes, yes, yes. And if something dies, I replace it right away. They love the Heather. Oh, they were so thrilled 
um, and I make little fairy circles around all the plants because number one, they can they can dance around that, and number two, it's protecting the plant and it allows it to get the water. And uh, I have we have hummingbirds out there that are uh, that bring their families and. It's just a wonderful, it's a small little garden, but it's very, very active. And birds come from nowhere to be with the fairies. It's, it's really grand. You can just watch it for hours and you know that the fairies are there. You know there's a presence and it's lovely. Anybody who walks into the backyard in my garden always says, oh, what a wonderful place this is. Oh, it makes me feel so good. Well, that's the purpose. I've wanted the fairies to feel good. And I want everybody who sees it to experience that level of joy that fairy consciousness can bring you. That is so sweet. You know, what's so great about the book? I mean, all the things you're talking about, like, isn't it nice if we don't have to run around apologizing all the time and just doing the best we can and being kind and dancing and trying to enjoy our lives? I mean, to me, this sounds almost like a life lesson book that we all need to be taking a few pages from, if you know what I mean. I do. I do. And it gives us permission to really dance. You know, I mean, there are there are tribes and and groups of people all over the world that immediately just dance or sing. That's how they express their joy. And we're all kind of at our computers or on our phones. We're all busy and intellectual. Their heart speaks. Their soul comes out all the time. And that's what the fairies are about. That's what the fairies want you to do. They want you to play and enjoy and have fun. And, you know, you'll make that big business deal. You'll make that decision. But have some fun in the meantime and let your spirit go. It's amazing. Once you do that, once you say, okay, I'm just going to see what happens here. Let me welcome some fairies in. Let me get into the spirit. Let me do the nine things that the fairies want me to do. And then you might have a glimmer of an experience and it's fantastic. It is really an incredible experience if you let it be and if you welcome them correctly and politely and according to fairy etiquette. That's what you have to learn, fairy etiquette and fairy language. And I don't mean you have to learn, uh, you know, fae, because it's all, which we would never understand anyway. It's mostly sounds. But you can learn to express in art and music. Uh, You know, I'll take a CD player out there sometimes, and I'll share with the fairies one of my latest favorite songs. And I will say, how do you like this? I mean, they don't like heavy metal. They don't like really, you know, severe rock and roll. But they love, for example, country and Western. And they love um, the opera. They love some of the opera singers. You know, they're just crazy about that. It lifts their spirits. And I can feel the energy. I can feel it. And and the plants look better the next day. It's, it's really kind of fun to see how the domino effect of joy affects everything around us. Absolutely. And we need more joy in this life. Like you said, I mean, it's all going to happen. So, and we're here. So why not just make it joyful? Yes. Yes. Why not just make it joyful? Yes. Yes. And I think the, the, the not apologizing comes from um, the fairies don't want any blame. They don't understand blame. It's never anybody's fault. 
it's just you do the best you can. You're as polite as you possibly can be. You are res as respectful as you possibly can conjure. And that's where you live your life. So if you do all of that, why would you need to apologize? You know, then they think, well, okay, then uh, you owe me something or I have to give you something. Uh, but there are some certain things. I mean, you, you never want to take a drink that a fairy has made or offered you or any food mm. because they use natural things. I mean, they might think that a moonflower is a lovely gift for you and it's poison. Uh, it can be. And they make a lot of their drinks for themselves with hallucinogenic materials. Mm -hmm. Hallucinogenic to us, but every day to them because they are constituted differently. So you don't want to take a fairy drink and you want to be careful about being invited into a fairy dance. They, the, the line blurs to them uh, about what is theirs and what is yours. And so they will just kind of welcome you in. I mean, a lot of people have disappeared, for example, and they've thought, well, you know, where'd you go? And the guy comes back and says, oh, honey, the fairies took me. Well, he, he, they didn't. He was just with his girlfriend down the road and he right. blamed it on the fairies. And so the fairies got a bad rap for stealing people. And it was just somebody misbehaving and saying, oh, I'll blame it on the fairies. That's what I'll do. <laughs> yes. There. When the dog's not eating homework, I guess the fairies are just spiriting everyone away. Exactly. You never know. Yeah. So, um, but, but it, it's been a great romp. It's been a joy. I never set out to write this book. I was asked uh, by a new publisher to write a fairy book. Someone was supposed to, uh, someone missed a big deadline and could I jump in and help them? And I thought, well, sure. I, in my heart, I know about fairies. So, so let me look into this subject and, and see what I can bring to light. And, uh, and so I did, and it was a joy. I mean, I wrote this book in five weeks because it just flowed. The fairies really wrote it through me. I, I'm convinced because I, I, never, I never was at a loss for an idea or a sentence. And they just blah, 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 blah. So, so I think, you know, the co-authors are my lovely little fairies. I love the book. I, I mean, you went into things that I literally haven't ever heard before about fairies, really laying it out so that we can all understand all the things you've talked about today and so much more, everybody. This is a delightful book. It is wonderful. And I highly recommend it. I'm going to put the links up and you need to go get a copy of Living the Fairy Life because we all need more joy and happiness in our lives. And when we invite these little wee folk into our lives, they can teach us how to live, I think, more fully and more joyfully. Oh, thank you. That's the point, Shelly. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. So tell us your website again so we can get in touch with you. Okay. My website is www.cacyoung, and that's spelled K-A-C, Kitchen Apple Charlie, young.com. So it's pretty easy as long as you don't get the KAC wrong. Um, so anyway, that's that. And I have all my books there and they each have a page and I'm going to get more active with my websites in the new year. I'm going to put a lot of, a lot more blogs on each page for each book and each subject, because I've, um, you know, I really want to interact with the community and share the information and the knowledge that I have. And uh, that, that'd be, that would be my joy. So please contact me.
Yes, she's got a great website, lots and lots of resources already, and you are going to love it all. So, Kak, your joy, we will definitely be seeing you again on this show. And um, just in life, you are one of my dear friends who I have just met, but I feel we've been around the block of time or two and just a wonderful, wonderful person. I wish you great success with this book. It's beautiful. Highly Thank recommended. You. Thank you. And I feel the same about you. You're my sister. Thank you. Have a happy, happy, wonderful 2021, everybody. Yes. And many blessings to you, Shelly. You deserve every morsel. Thank you, Kak. So do you. All right, friends, we did it again. And there'll be more where this came from. So join us next time on Healing Arts. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. If you are interested in any of the stones that I'm talking about on the show, come on over to my website, pastlifelady.com slash gemstones and check them out. Likewise, if you want to see the stones in action, go over and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in the words Past Life Lady in the search bar and click on the links. I've got a whole series of videos about the Healing Arts Podcast, Gem and Mineral Healing, Egyptian Energy Healing, and more. Check it out. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. So we did it again. Another show is completed. So I hope that you have a wonderful week. Please take a couple of minutes of you time this week. There's a lot going on in our world, and uh, I think all of us need just a couple of minutes a day just to close our eyes, take a deep breath, and just center ourselves amidst all the things that are happening. So I wish you well, keeping you in my prayers always, and I just cannot wait to see you again on the next episode of Healing Arts. Namaste. Hey friends, guess what? I've got a new book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide on March 8th called Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. This book is based on something I call genealogical regressions because sometimes when I'm working with clients, I go into their past lives and I realize this is not the source event of the challenge. We need to send light and love to ancestors in order to make our lives the wonderful places that we want to be. So I hope you'll check out my new book and stay tuned for class announcements, book signings, and more as March gets closer. Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life coming March 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide. <music>